Hello and welcome to Dear Franny. I'm Francesca Hoagie. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen to the podcast. Very honored to have you here as always. So last week, I talked about resistance and I challenged you to ask yourself what it is that you've been resisting. And this week, I want to talk about flow. Because when you remove resistance, then you have flow and that is better. (laughs) But really specifically, I want to talk about living in alignment and what that actually means. Alignment is one of those buzzwords that a lot of people use and it may not necessarily be that clear to people. Well, what does that actually mean? So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about what it means to live in alignment why it's important to live in alignment and how we can do that. So number one, what does it mean to live in alignment? So living in alignment, as I think of it, is really number one, knowing yourself, honoring yourself, honoring how it feels good to you to live your life and to do the things that you have to do. So What I mean by that is we all work. We all have things that we do in the world, but we do those in different ways, right? So the way that you work and the work that you do and the environments that you're in that feel good to you are going to feel very different than your neighbor versus me versus other people. So we all have this sort of unique internal barometer of what feels good and what doesn't. So, you know, I talked about this in the last episode in the sense of, the importance of us expanding our capacity to feel good and to start to normalize feeling good. And rather than have it be like, wait, I'm feeling good. Wait, something, wait, I can't feel good. Something's going to go wrong. Wait, I forgot to worry about this. Or if I get too comfortable, then this is going to happen. All of those are sneaky ways in which we stop ourselves from feeling good. But when we stop ourselves from feeling good, we also stop ourselves from being in flow. You know, I think it's really helpful to reflect on those times in your life where things just were rolling, things were just working out. And maybe it's something like you had an experience of taking a trip and you were just so surrendered and so present and so enjoying your trip that every single thing worked out miraculously. Everywhere you went, somebody had this amazing experience or invitation for you. We've all had glimpses of that, right? And maybe you've had sustained periods of your life where like, oh, there was a time in my life when I was in school or I had this particular job or I lived in this city or, you know, I was really active in this particular community. And you see how things just really worked out so much more in your life when you were in that place of just feeling good so frequently, right? And so that's what being in flow is. Being in flow is being present, being aware of how things do flow for you, and then doing your best to honor that. So when we do that, we are aligning ourselves with our true nature, right? We're aligning ourselves with our true purpose. Because when we are ignoring the what our inner wisdom is guiding us to and our emotions are here to guide us, right? Like this is all information. Something feels really bad it is a warning sign, just as if you were to, you know, break your leg and it hurts, like, it's a warning sign, right? Like your your leg is injured. And we have to understand that it's complicated, right? We are complicated. So this is, as I'm always saying, 
part of an ongoing exploration of who you are and getting to know yourself so you can understand what this looks like for you specifically. But in general, we all know what feels good and we know what doesn't, right? And so actually, I'm going to give you a plug for this exercise that I created. It's totally free. I'll link it in the show notes. It's also in all of my social bios. I'm at Dear Franny everywhere, but it's called the Align Values Exercise. And it's this exercise that I created for my How to Date with Intention course. And it's foundational because it's just giving you the opportunity to take the time to say, okay, well, what are my core personal values? And what are my core romantic values? Because those of you who've been listening to this podcast, or you know me, you've worked with me, you know that I'm always talking about relationships having their own values, having their own dynamics. And in the way that we've been socialized when it comes to romance, the fairy tale industrial complex has said romantic success and happiness is dependent on finding a perfect person. And when you find the perfect person, then you live happily ever after. But that's not how it works. In reality, what's happening when you come together with another person is that you are co-creating a relationship. And that relationship is something that never existed before. And it's something that is unique to what the two of you are bringing to the table. And when you understand that, because that relationship is actually going to be your life, right? Like your partner looking a certain way or checking certain boxes, that's not going to be your life. Your relationship is going to be what your life is. That's going to be what you're actually experiencing on a day-to-day basis with your partner. And so understanding, well, what are the dynamics in that romantic relationship that I actually need to feel fulfilled, to thrive, to honor who I am, right? To honor, again, my true nature, to honor my purpose on this planet. So oftentimes, and I certainly, I mean, I did this. I mean, I think most of us do this. We dive into dating without ever thinking about any of that because we're just thinking about, I just want to meet somebody, right? I want to meet somebody and this is what I want them to be like. And I, this is what I want. And we don't think about this deeper level of what's really going on here. Once you start aligning, and so that's what aligning is, right? And it's important to align. So the second point here, it's important to align because when you don't, you're not going to know how to make the choices that are right for you. And in fact, you're going to make choices that aren't right for you because you're not honoring who you really are and what you actually need and what you're actually here to do. So there's a big cost. I'll give you a small real-time example because I had to have this talk with myself last night. I have gotten in this habit of staying up way too late. And this is a cycle that has repeated in my life a number of times where I just start staying up really late for no good reason. And then I start, you know, eating really late because I've stayed up so late. And now that I'm hungry again, even though I've had dinner, I've had dessert, now I got to eat again. Now I've eaten. So now I don't want to go to bed right away. And then it's like this vicious cycle. And now, you know, I wake up later and I feel behind and da, 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 da. So this has been going on for a couple of weeks. So last night I recognized, I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this to myself? Right. And I don't beat myself up about it. But I did realize like, okay, I understand that this has a cost to me. It's not just like, oh, I stayed up late and, you know, watched too much Netflix. It's like, no, no, no. That results in a cascade of other effects, right? Everything from the fact that I'm now not going to bed at the same time as my partner to the fact that I am feeling frazzled and having a harder time focusing during the day to the fact that I'm now just 
you know, eating a lot of sugar and snacky things that I know that I don't have any business eating in that quantity. Like all of these things affect us, right? So there is a cost to each of us for not honoring ourselves and not caring for ourselves in a way that actually supports our thriving. So living in alignment is about doing what you can to support your thriving and honoring that inner wisdom within you, which is telling you what that is for you. And then how we do this is really getting into alignment is less about you have to kind of climb or shift or find or search for alignment. It's only about removing the obstacles to the alignment. That's what it is. It's like, they're the things that we have to do in life, but then they're the things that we have to stop doing. They're the things that we've done that we have to undo. And that is where the rubber really meets the road in this journey of aligning yourself because you have to then start to be willing to take different action. Now, the good news is that with different perspective, different action becomes easy. It becomes natural, an inevitable outcome of how you see the world and how you operate. So when you start to shift, like I, you know, have shifted again, as I say, perfection is not a thing, right? Certainly no perfection here. This is not the first time in my life that I've fallen into the staying up too late pattern, but recognizing it, now I have to make a choice. I'm like, okay, well, now I need to pay attention to the time. I need to decide a time where I'm actually going to go to bed. I'm not just going to wait until I'm really tired and be like, oh, I should go to bed now. Like, no, you don't have to wait until you're exhausted. That's another thing is that then getting ready for bed because I have a whole bedtime routine. So between the time that I actually say, okay, I'm going to bed and the time I get in bed is like 45 minutes. So my nights can get really late really quickly, (laughs) but I have to love myself enough. This is putting love into action. I have to love myself enough to say, okay, time for me to set a bedtime and to stick with it because that is going to set me up for such an easier time for every day this week, right? So looking at that in your own life, looking at that with kindness, looking at that with curiosity. And a lot of this, I mean, you know, there's this level of habit, right? There's a level of thought. Maybe the thing that's really causing you the most distress is the conversation that you're having with yourself in your head, right? It's what how you're speaking to yourself, the way that you are criticizing yourself or shaming yourself. It's really hard to be in flow if there's a voice in your head telling you how terrible you are, right? So that is something that I really encourage you to pay attention to and start to bring some curiosity to. And also the curiosity, what happens with the curiosity and why I say, you're like, well, why do I need to be curious about the negative voice in my head? Be curious because when it comes up and it starts chattering, if you can just sort of look at it, quote unquote, look at it, it takes away some of the emotional response. It creates more space where you can start to look at it a little bit more objectively, right? And you can say, well, because this can be begrudging, you can say, well, if beating myself up and shaming myself and saying this to myself helped, that would be one thing, but it doesn't actually, it doesn't actually help, right? Like it's not actually helping me be any happier. It's not actually helping me to have the life that I want to have. So perhaps I'm just going to give it a rest. Like right now, I'm just going to give myself a break. I'm just going to release the judgment so I can move on, so I can have a moment's peace. And that might sound too simple to be helpful, but I promise you it's incredibly powerful. When you can, in real time, start to give yourself that gift of just the kindness and the compassion to just interrupt. So this is not overriding. It's not like 
the voice in your head says, you know, you're terrible and you go, I'm the greatest thing ever. No, it's about just saying, okay, the voice in my head is saying I'm terrible, said it a million times. But is that even true? I mean, am I that terrible? And even if I am, what, how is this helping me, right? If I want to not be terrible, then I think I'm going to have to do something differently here, right? Like it doesn't have to be all like, I feel so in love with myself that I don't have any negative thoughts. It's literally about starting to have a different conversation with yourself and interrupting the old pattern because the old pattern is how the old, you know, thought habits, the old, you know, behavioral habits, the old energy and the old emotion that all of those things generate. That is how our patterns perpetuate in our lives, good or bad, right? This, your good patterns, same thing. You have thoughts, you have feelings, you have energy in certain areas that serve you. And you have thought patterns and energy and habits in other areas that don't. So aligning is about understanding where that disconnect is and starting to do different things. And then of course, as always, I have to remind you, when you do something different, when you take that different action, that's the opportunity to give yourself the credit and to just really know that you can do hard things. And you do hard things all the time and you've done so many hard things. And you also deserve to not just endure hard things, but you deserve to actually grow from them and to deepen your confidence as a result of them. And you do that by giving yourself credit for having done them. So if there's anything that you take away from this episode today, I really hope that it is the power of self-compassion and also the power of self-validation and how just practicing those two things right there that can be the unlock. That can be the thing that transforms your life because once you get all of that noise and all that static out of your head and under control, you can feel the flow. You can step into the serendipity. You can actually allow yourself to receive good things. You are that powerful. I know it doesn't always feel that way, but you really truly are. I hope you feel it, even if just for a moment. Even if you can just feel it for a moment, just take heart that that feeling is in you and you can cultivate it, you can strengthen it, you can make it your new normal. And that is what I would love for you to make that feeling of possibility, of acceptance, of flow, your new normal. So that is an intention. That is a prayer for us all. (laughs) And again, I thank you so much for listening. I would really appreciate it if you're enjoying this podcast, if you share it with a friend, if you give us a five-star review, shout out to Bex, my amazing editor who's been with me for this entire run of Dear Franny. Here we are, season five, and she's still killing it. So when you give me a good review, you also give Bex a good review. So we both thank you. And thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week with a brand new episode. I'm so excited. Season five, here we go. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world and check out the show notes for more information. All right. Bye.